0: Short time they go. McKenzie inside Cruden. Brilliant. And Grant kicking across field for Morahan. And he takes it brilliantly. Morahan, he kicks ahead. Needs a good bounce. And he gets it. What a try. Look. Hello everyone and welcome to a special edition of the Fox Sports Rugby Podcast. Shaw Maloney in the house here at our Tarman, Sydney, Australia alongside Sam Worthington and dialing it in from across the other side of that large expanse of water we call the Tasman Sea, It has our very good friend Scotty Sumo-Stevenson from Sky Sports, Kia ora friend.
1: Oh Kia ora to you too, hello Wurzo, how are we lads, are we looking forward to the weekend?
2: We absolutely are Sumo very excited for the weekend and you've just been getting some some jabs, some injections. are you okay?
1: Yeah, I've been jabbed up.'m I'm, uh, I'm clear for typhoid, yellow fever, hepatitis A and uh, something else. I didn't even know it existed, but I've had a lot of needles. I'm like a big fat pinata.
0: You've got hey you're not you're not fat don't anyone don't let anyone call you fat Sumo, but you're off to Shunky. Rio. that's why you're getting your jabs. you're going to Brazil to get your samba going.
1: Yeah, that's correct. Copacabana, here we come.
0: What are you? I've just got to ask you: Are you going to just whip on a pair of sluggos and some uh, some crocs?
1: I tell you what: You know what I'll be wearing for the entire games? I'll be wearing my Terry two times towel shorts. Forty percent more relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> have you got a pair of towel shorts?
2: I do not have any towel shorts. I'm glad you're oh, okay you because
1: need I, I need to get you some towel shorts. I'm glad you're the okay because okay, I probably I, the greatest I, apparel <laughs> invention in history. <laughs>
2: I got shots to go to India um, a few years ago, and they gave me about seven at, w- at once, which it sounds like they gave to you as well, and I just reacted terribly. Started throwing up on the, on the bus and had to, couldn't go oh. into work, and it was a, an absolute disaster. So I'm, I'm glad you're made of sterner stuff than I am.
1: Oh, wow. Well, I mean, there's still time. We're only talking about half an hour out of the clinic. It so could happen um, on
2: live on podcast. There could be some violent reactions. Geez, I hope so. I
0: hope uh, not. Uh, my, head, my
1: head
0: start to pound a bit. I'm <laughs> hoping not as well. Now, I'll tell you whose heads are going to be pounding. Well, hopefully not in the concussion sense, but they're going to be pounding left and right this weekend with New Zealand set to take on Wales. And Wales. And that's why I've got you on board, Sumo, because we want to get a bit of a feel as to what's cracking... Over there in NZ, have you just got these three marked up? Is it a sweep in the bag already for your men, the All Blacks?
1: Oh, most fans would think that's the case. Uh, do, you, do you know how long it's been since uh, Wales last beat the All Blacks, Shawnee? Yeah. I, I know you do, so I'll tell you. Yep. 22,816
2: days. <laughs> I thought you were going to go minutes there. That would have been impressive.
1: 22,816
0: days. Where, so when was it? When was the last victory for September the Welsh? December 19th
1: nineteen fifty three. That was in Cardiff. Jeez. And that was the last time the Welsh beat the All Blacks. And I tell you what, that was probably a better team than the one they've rolled out here.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well I before we get to you before we get to your squad, 'cause we're we're fascinated to get your take on the All Black team that's likely to take on the Welsh this weekend. Just imagine how hard that nineteen fifty three Welsh team would have been from the valleys. <laughs> coal mining central. Mate, they bust you. Not
1: And also, the field would have only been about 30 metres wide because most of Cardiff was standing on it at the time. It was quite quite amazing, actually. uh, Quite amazing. Second loss of the tour for the All Blacks, uh, that tour over to the UK, but uh, they went on to win tests over Ireland, England, and Scotland. And the Wales defeat robbed them of a Grand Slam. They wouldn't get the Grand Slam for another 25 years. The Bloody
0: West, uh, hell. Listen, It's like I've got
2: an almanac in my ear. That's, that's impressive stuff. We've got the coal miners from Wales, but uh, I know that you've been hot on it in the last week or two. You reckon this uh, New Zealand team might have a higher percentage of, uh, of sort of bushman, hunter and gatherer types than uh, than perhaps since, since that sort of era as well?
1: were they, you couldn't be closer you couldn't be closer if you'd actually landed a bullseye have a look through this all blacks team we've got liam squire noted outdoorsman uh, luke romano who would tell you about the best moon to hunt a pig on he's that uh, connected to the hunting world uh, in fact I reckon you go through that list. I would say six of them are given the choice would take a gun or a knife into the bush <laughs> and come back with meat.
2: That
0: yes. is
1: an outdoors looking All Black side, probably the most outdoorsman in the team since around about 1953. In fact,
0: <laughs> I've got to ask you though, when you speak of great All Black outdoorsmen, are there any better than former hooker Andrew Hall? <laughs>
1: He is a great outdoorsman. I wouldn't say a conservationist, <laughs> but a great outdoorsman. Loves a bit of sea life.
2: I think he learned his lesson from that, didn't he? I think he uh, sort of scaled it back to legal hunting since then. Who, who would yeah, really you know? The know if best if, if thing about
1: it, Andrew Hoare on his farm, he's got 46,000 acres, Andrew Hoare and his dad, Jim, and Charlie, his brother, 46,000 acres they farm in central Otago. On the side of the mustering shed is a <laughs> stolen roadwork sign, and on it reads...
0: Seal in. <laughs> it's the bit. I reckon he'd be mad for venison, wouldn't he? Whore? he'd be a big venison man. Oh, most
1: people are around that neck of the woods, mate. I see mm. the wild pork or be- venison backstrap. Yeah, right. but, um, You know, take your <laughs>
2: pick. Both tasty. I've got a confession to make, guys. I once, uh, once shot a peacock, a peahen to be more exact, um, and I'm like, <laughs> <Have you laughs> shot a, a peacock?" And I'm, and I'm not proud of it. I was on what, a, uh, I was on a friend's uh, farm. Ewan, Ewan. I won't give away his surname. Ewan's family farm and uh he claimed that there was a peacock problem, a uh, an infestation.
0: Wait, clarify the difference between a peacock and a peahen.
2: Well, peahen's just the female version. The, what, uh, so the, you iced
0: a peacock? If it was growing, it <laughs> would be a peacock.
2: No, it was a peahen. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that to a peacock. They're beautiful. But the peahen is just a boring uh, sort of brownie-gray uh, creature. It's and basically um, a
1: chicken with a bit of colour Yeah,
2: skin. yeah I wouldn't shoot a peacock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <so> this <laughs> is horrendous, <So laughs> I. I didn't know that this is where he was taking the... Direction of our chat. So a pea hen, mate, but it, it,
0: you, I'm shocked.
2: I'm not. I'm not proud of it, but uh, yeah, they were a pest, and um, I just had to get it off my off my chest. But I'm not going to do that again, and hopefully I won't get arrested anytime I re- soon. I
0: don't reckon all has uh, hasn't plugged any Pete. No Pete Hens neither. Um, okay, so <laughs> Liam Squire, what's the likely makeup of the squad match day squad? Sumo. It's currently Tuesday, your time and ours. Match day squad. Will Liam Squire get some time off the bench behind Kieran Reed?
1: I don't know. I I just don't know. I think it'll be a conservative selection. No Charlie Gnartai at 12. Uh, He's still suffering concussive uh, symptoms. So Ryan Crotty, who I think they always wanted to start anyway, will start in 12. Uh, Centre's interesting, but I think they'll go for Malakai Fekitoa. Aaron Cruden will likely be selected at first five. In fact, I'm I'm 99% sure of that. Aaron Smith takes care of himself. Uh, Kieran Reid, Sam Kane and Jerome Kano, I think ditto. Um, and the, the locks and props and hookers are all guys who've been there before. So I don't think we'll see a lot of room for the newbies in this side uh, straight away. Eden Park first test, it'll be uh, a lot of blood pumping uh, in the changing rooms before that. And the Welsh know that if there's any chance, they've got to win the first test. They've got to get out there and perform. And also for the Welsh, Shawnee, the last time they were at Eden Park didn't go so well. Sam Warburton red carded in yeah. a World Cup semi final be the French. so yeah. They don't exactly have great memories of that park, um, but maybe we will see a Squire, or possibly more for me, you'd see an Elliott Dixon likely to get the jumper of and Squire.
0: Okay, uh, you mentioned Kane there as almost a certain starter. I want to know what your thoughts are around the little leg pumping piston man, Artie Savva. <laughs> we love him this little. side of the
2: ditch. Not little, maybe compared to you.
0: Compared to his brother. Compared to a you. touch so. shorter, but you know he pumps those legs. They're like pistons in a V8. Just go Pool, pull, 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 pull. Will he... Why does he not start? There are start? two
1: things that will happen. Two things that will happen this first Test match if Adi Sarvea is selected on the bench, and, and you would hope he is. Two things will happen. One, people be, will be reminded of just how good Sam Kane actually is, uh, the man who's lived in the shadow of McCor all these years. And the other thing is Adi Sarvea coming on for the last 20 minutes of a Test match. He will wreak merry havoc on a tiring defensive line. So I, I think those two things will happen people will uh, immediately be once again convinced of Kane's credentials as an all-black, and if Artie Savia comes on, look out.
0: Why is there such a strong, uh, a strong affinity, strong love for Sam Kane from a New Zealand perspective? Because we kind of maybe have those two the other way around over this side.
1: Yeah, but you guys are always blinded by the show. That's well, the mate, with Australians. You think it's all about the show, <laughs> and you forget about the
0: graft. What about Artie's hairdo? I've not seen I didn't better.
1: It's so good. It should come with the Fresh Prince soundtrack every time oh. he runs on the field.
0: Can you remember the theme tune? We once went through our greatest TV theme tunes of all time here with uh, Dave Dennis and in. Big. It was a big talking point, Sumo. What's your top TV theme tune of all time? Because for mine, the Fresh Prince is right up there.
1: Oh, Love Boat, 100%, never beaten.
0: <laughs> Love Boat? Oh, yeah. Oh, we, didn't ha- we didn't get many shouts for the love boat, did we? Really? Uh, Were they? We, we didn't. No, just,
2: ba- just back on that. i find he- that hard to believe. <laughs> back on the hair, uh, you mentioned Artie's magnificent uh, mane, if you could call it a mane, but Liam Squire had a bit of a, a mulet, didn't he? A bit of a mullet situation. That Our he, mullet. That he was, he was worried that the, uh, the powers that be, the management team, would make him cut it. Have we got an update? Is, is he going to take the field at some stage uh, in black with the
0: mule? Oh,
1: with I the mullet look, is a question. Think. Yet I don't think the management team is going to worry too much about no. that. They should encourage these, it. But um, It is certainly not one you'd ask your son to copy, <laughs> but he seems to pull it off. It just suits his general demeanour. I mean, this is a man who you know, comes from the Nelson region uh, and went up to Hamilton and uh, turned his back on Cowtown. I mean, you got to be a tough rooster to say I don't like Hamilton and disappear again. <laughs> that comes back to haunt
2: you. There's a lot of there's a lot of situations because we've got Elliot Dixon with the electrical tape. We've actually got some electrical tape uh, in front of us here on the table that we might get yeah. get going. But yeah, so there's a lot of uh, a lot of little bits and pieces going on for the fashion connoisseur.
1: It turns the clock back, doesn't it? Watching Elliot Dixon run out with electrical tape around his head. I mean, yeah. nothing like the sixty dollar a meter sports yep. tape for, for Dicko. He's just going to run. <laughs> Straight out with the insulation tape, a la JB Nines on the fields of Western Pairoa, <laughs> Wonderful
0: stuff. Hey, uh, Elliot Dixon, I want to I want you to give us your thoughts on uh, Elliot Sumo because he has been such a powerhouse for the Landers for the last couple of years. He gets in, he rips, he tears. He's so strong in contact. What's the feeling around uh, Elliot on that side?
1: genuine excitement. I think there was genuine excitement about all the new boys who have been named given the fact that uh, they're all guys who uh, the public have seen perform in Super Rugby. We we run a a weird tension over here in terms of the All Blacks selections because the All Blacks selectors keep saying Super Rugby form doesn't mean anything, but for the public, that's all they've got to go on. So when they see a guy like Elliot Dixon who's put together two great seasons for the Highlanders, was man of the match in last year's final, uh, get a shot at the All Blacks, I think it makes people realise that you know, they're not seeing things. This guy is, in fact, the real deal. He's just a good kid, first and foremost. He's been plugging away for years, too. Uh, I remember calling his games down in Southland with the Stags here through what was a pretty successful era for Southland rugby. He's been a fixture in this Highlander side now for the last few seasons. And, you know, he just gives us all on the field. I think people are looking forward to seeing what he can do the next level up. But also, uh, the one thing about this All black side that people are starting to see now is that it's never starting again with the All Blacks. It's always only in a rebuild mould. And if you look around that team, considering we lost, what, 700 caps uh, last year with McCall, Carter, Mialamu, Woodcock, Ben Franks, Conrad Smith, Martin Onu leaving the team, uh, we've still got a team that's full of international caps. And that is the most remarkable thing about the selection team, that even in this year, after the biggest exodus of talent in recent history, they can still put together a team that not only... Pleases the public but genuinely excites them, and that's the amazing thing about the depth currently in New Zealand rugby.
2: And what's state of the uh, Welsh? Come over, and um, I mean, they've brought a pretty much full strength squad, haven't they? With Sam Warburton, I think there was a little bit of doubt over him um, initially, but he's made the trip and he's ready to go. Uh, Dan Bigger will be doing the, the big arena dance goal kicking routine. Um, <laughs> are, are, are they, uh, I mean, are they sort of talking themselves their chances up over there with, with Warren Gatland? Um, he, he won't take a backward step as the coach, will he? Oh,
1: no, Gats won't. I mean, he's come here with a big team, with a big opportunity to knock over an all-black side that that you'd have to say is down on power, given uh, the the departures we've just discussed. But they've just talked about execution. They've talked about taking a siege mentality. They know full well that no-one here uh, is going to give them a chance of winning at Eden Park. And in fairness, no team has won at Eden Park since 1994. It's quite some record. Uh, but, you know, they, they will come out and they will think that they can do a job. Their last uh, warm-up game against England didn't go to plan. I think you'd have to concede that. They were beaten five tries to one. So hopefully they've uh, been able to work on that over the intervening week and they'll get out there at Eden Park and put on a show. I think they're a team uh, that has players who are capable of being annoying. And sometimes they are capable of playing some divine rugby. Whether they can play enough of it long enough against this all-black side that'll be pretty hissed up, ready to roll, Uh, that'll be the big question. And I can't see the Welsh uh, winning the game, but I can certainly see them doing enough to disrupt the all-black pattern, especially in that opening test of the year.
0: Okay, talk us through the opening test. Give us the weather conditions first and foremost, Sumo, because I want to know what's happening in in (laughs) Auckland this weekend in terms of the weather, because that's going to sway uh, possibly how the margin I perhaps tip all the all-blacks to win by. Firstly, what's the what's what's happening over there on that front? You can't tip
2: Auckland's weather four days out. That's that's an <laughs> that's impossible ask. He's service. not he's not God. He's not the. You're asking
0: me
1: to pick Auckland weather four days out from a test match.
0: No, 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 <laughs> sp- no, no, no Specifically, specifically for seven thirty pm Saturday. All uh, right. Through till nine thirty
1: Saturday. I'm going to give you. I'll, I'll give it to you. <laughs> it is slated for eighteen degrees Celsius.
0: Yeah, eighteen
1: dropping coming? to eleven degrees overnight.
0: Feels like. With showers. <laughs> oh, showers! Oh, I didn't need to showers. hear that. Um, that's probably unlikely to change or curb the All Blacks' game plan. I can't imagine. um Just quickly can I, can before. Be honest,
1: mate? That's every day in winter in Auckland.
0: Okay. Well, I haven't spent a whole lot of time there outside of the 2011 World Cup. Don't get narky about it. Long oh, and don't ask stupid questions.
2: It's not so <laughs>
0: okay. okay. This is here. this is not a stupid question. Uh, ben Smith, an- another of the guys that you love to call the ghost, yeah. or, or you guys also call him the accountant, don't you? What kind of damage is he going to do through this series? Ben Smith.
1: Yeah, the ghost, the oracle, Ben from accounts. <laughs> uh, but He has done more to give skinny white men hope in rugby than any Isn't other it? player in the last 10 years. Yeah. He is a phenomenon, uh, Ben Smith. The vice captain now. Pullback. He'll eventually work his way out to the wing or maybe even up into centre. To make room for Bard and Barrett. Bodie. And, th- and all normal service will resume. Ben Smith's been outstanding in Super opie so far, and uh, I don't see anything changing.
0: Bloody good player.
2: Tell you who I'm a fan of is uh, big Toby Fellatel from uh, from Wales. He's a fantastic player, and I think there's some good number eights up there in the north um, with uh, Polo, who we'll see in the the England series as well. So I think Wales's best uh, best hope might be to to run Roberts and that sort of new look midfield combination and big Fellatel. And we know the All Blacks can be slowish starters, can't they, at a test season? So I think this is their best there may be a bit of rain up there in Auckland if you get your, your forecast wrong and, and there's a bit of humidity and get those big boppers uh, putting some dents in the line.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with you where, though. I think Fellatau, Warburton, players like that, the, the loose forwards for Wales have been outstanding over the last five or six seasons, and generally they've had consistency of selection as well. So they, they won't be uh, shirking their responsibilities in that department. It's just whether Bigger can guide the team around and, and whether, as you say... Uh, There are any holes in that all-black defence. I know that they'll have to work on Malakai Sekitoa just to make sure that his defensive alignment is set. But Ryan Crotty uh, may well be the surprise package of this test. He has always been there or thereabouts with the all-blacks over the last three years. Missed out, obviously, for the World Cup selection, which would have hurt. And now he gets the chance to be top dog in the position and make it his own from test number one of the year. Ryan Crotty, don't forget, has been a part of some of the most famous all-black wins over the last three seasons, including the get-out-of-jail-free card against the Irish in Dublin in 2013.
0: Yeah, hell of a finish, that one. Hell of a finish. OK, so, mate, before we let you run, I need to get uh, your top try scorer for the series. And how many exactly will they score?
1: Ooh, over the three-test series? Correct. Over the three-test series. Right. Uh, let me just work my crystal ball here. I just um, Rub it. Give it a good rub. Polish your ball.
0: How's it going? Be big ball. Big crystal ball. Out of the way. Yep.
1: Right, uh, the top try scorer for the All Blacks in this series, and he will score five of them, will be Waisaki Naholo.
0: A nice one. Okay, your player of the series?
1: Player of the series for the All Blacks will be... Drumroll, please.
0: That was the best I got. (laughs) Yeah, no,
1: it was pretty average, but no, I saw what you tried to do there. A player of the series for me will be Kieran Reid.
0: Okay, I like it. And now give me the total points differential <laughs> in uh, whichever team's favour over uh, whichever team loses. Total points
1: differential. Correct. Over the that's three a teams? great
0: question. Yeah, yeah. It's a good question. Wow,
1: that's an amazing
0: question. You know, like I'm you...
1: going to go the All Blacks plus. <laughs>
0: 43. Okay. <laughs> well, that's conservative. I'd go more <laughs> than that, I think. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, loose. I
1: thought about
0: it, but I didn't want to sound arrogant. <laughs> okay, don't do that. Now, before, so <coughs> before we let you go, before Werther and I wave goodbye to you, no doubt Malakai Feki Taylor is going to get plenty of touches this weekend. And one of our highlights of the Super Rugby commentary throughout the year is is listening to you. Call Malachi's name in commentary when he does something special, when he makes a big hit, when he makes an incisive run, when he sets up a try, when he scores a try, can you give us a, a big hearty sumo Malachi at Ferky Toa? No, I can't, Sean. <laughs> okay. I can't just turn it
1: on like that. I'm
2: you've got to, you've to, to be in game mode. In the moment. Hey, am um, so I have I've,
1: context? <laughs> I've got to work on. I'm not your performing seal. Also, <laughs> Dance we Monkey, go, Dance! I will say this. For the record, for the record, I am much more excited about the England-Australia series than I am about the All Blacks Wales.
0: Okay, give us your series prediction on that before you... you got to go, mate. We've got to wrap this up. Do you know how much a phone bill your neck of the woods costs? It costs a truckload. Okay, Two give one us... one to Australia. Okay.
1: Thriller in the last test.
0: Who wins the first test in Brisbane?
1: First test in Brisbane is won by the Wallabies. Yep. England come back and win the second. Yep. The Wallabies dig deep, win the third by two points.
0: And your player of the series in that one?
1: My player of the series uh, will be. Uh, great question. You know what? I'm going to give it to weekend at. It's going to be Bernard Foley.
0: Okay, sure. I like it. Hey, uh, look, you go go have a lie down. Get let those Rio shots settle in. We look forward to uh, seeing you as part of your coverage via Sky Sports New Zealand. It's always such a pleasure to have you up in our ear holes, and no doubt our podcast listeners would be just—they'd be licking their lips at home right now as you pulsate throughout their lobes.
2: (laughs) 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 See you, brother. See you so much.